Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with another episode of the ABJ Podcast, episode 59. 59 episodes since October. Absolutely insane. This week is really, honestly, a, a pretty jam-packed episode. Uh, Just saying we'll be on in one minute. We'll talk to him. Uh, and then tomorrow at 7 o'clock will be the cause of it all, Joey Conway. And then the 18th, which I said on the episode will be 62, but it's not. It's, it's, so it's uh, It will not be live Thursday, but it airs Thursday. We'll episode with Grim from GTS Wrestling, which is really, really, really exciting. So very excited for you guys to hear that one. Uh, then next week on Monday will be Leo Sparrow. Uh, Tuesday will be Julia Smokes. And Thursday will be Brandon Downey. So that'll be... What's going on there? Always cards subject to change. People's times and things change. So that's essentially the plan. We'll see how it goes. Um, if you guys are interested, um, now now is a great time to grab some T-shirts, to join the Patreon. You can do as little as a dollar a month, $5 a month, whatever works. Um, uh, things are going to be changing here very, very soon for me. I, I can't really get into it or, or talk about it or something I'm not really interested in talking about yet but it is coming soon but there's a lot of changes in my life uh obviously you guys know that my car broke down car led to a job no job uh led to a few other things and uh so there's some major changes i do have to relocate where i'm at um so this background will be changing i don't know what it's going to look like soon but uh stick with me so the next month i do still have i do have three interviews planned for next month um i don't know if i'm going to be taking on any more just in case of life changes and how we're going to figure it out but uh, yeah, just stick with the ABJ podcast. It might have to go on hiatus for a little bit, but I will be back. I promise. I just got to get on my feet and figure things out. And uh, yeah, so we'll figure it. It'll be fun. But listen, let's get some sponsorships ad reads. Uh, guys, it has finally happened. And a whole store fully dedicated to vintage wrestling. They said it could never be done, but I have seen it with my own eyes. Suplex Vintage Wrestling is a store curated by wrestling fans for wrestling fans. Located on 5th Street in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, just one block south. Uh, one block south. Uh, one block south of south street that south south is confuses me south street and the heart of queen village their shop features the largest collection of vintage wrestling apparel under one classic roof and their selection includes classic designs featuring your favorite wrestlers from the golden age the attitude era internationals indies and more and if you're tired of watching premium live events at home then svw hosts the best watch parties since your best friends kyle's 12th birthday party when you were when you were a kid we will be there on the one o'clock on the 27th watching the uh, night of champions so come on out if you're in the philadelphia area and come explore i believe there's gonna have some food and some other cool things going on uh so come hang out with us in philly on the 27th uh and if premium live events and shirts aren't your thing then they have the largest selection of figures replica belts trading cards and uh hats and rare wrestling memorabilia they have something for every wrestling enthusiast out there so what are you waiting for check them out on uh, instagram at suplex.svw or you can check them out on their website suplexsvw.com and let them satisfy your nostalgia needs uh yeah definitely go check them out they've been a huge help their logo is down here in the corner as well as elevation 1470 and high tension wrestling high tension wrestling just dropped their latest show uh which was the um spring break 93 i was made my ringing announcing debut so if you want to hear abj do some ringing announcing go check that out it was uh really crazy uh but that's pretty much it links below for myself as well as my guest uh just if you want to throw that support also in the discord if you are if you're watching this on facebook or if you're listening to the audio platforms uh make sure you hit likes shares uh comments and check out the rest of the social medias you can go follow 
and uh, maybe go give a YouTube link a uh, subscribe. That helps out a lot too. So without further ado, let me bring in my guest for tonight for episode uh, 59. Just saying. What's up, man? Hey, hey, how's it going? How's it going? How's it going? What's going uh, on out there in ABJ Podcast land? How y'all feeling tonight? I hope everyone's feeling good. The chat is going on. We got Outside the Ring with Ryan. He's very excited for this. He's a big fan of yours. Stephen Chambers yes. in the chat. Also, Stephen Chambers throwing some love to my Texas Tornado t-shirt. Yeah, no, that's a great love. shirt. <laughs> um, uh, hoping everything goes well with you. I appreciate that, man. We're, we're going to fight, but it's going to take some time uh, in the chat. Also on the Twitch side, Captain Butters, my little brother, hanging out and uh, sharing, the, sharing the link out. We appreciate that. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So how you been, man? What have you been up to? Oh, man. Um, I have been working in wrestling. Like, <laughs> pretty much it. I don't do much else. No, it's, it's, it's been wild. Um, been doing a lot with uh, Chosen Pro and Titan and um, recently Smash Master. And then uh, Saturday was uh, CWF, man. I'm just trying to be out here, trying to get my reps in. They're getting that grind in now. Who do you? Uh, I mean, I know this, but let the people know who you you roll with a little bit of a crew. You guys roll in kind of deep. You carpool together. Who's usually in your and your little posse? So um, it, it's me, Daniel Alexander, and Oliver. I mean, Ali V from the WG. I mean, y'all may know us as No Colors, Just Bangers. Um, <laughs> just saying, but no, nah, but it, it, it's us, man. It, it, it's fun. It's a good time, man. We we we're brothers, man. What we supposed Bro, to do. that bit that you guys did at Smash Master where you all got in the ring and danced, bro, the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oliver, yeah, I mean, he killed it. <laughs> Oliver, yeah, Oliver is the he's the, he's the best dancer out of all of us, man. He's, he's, <laughs> that man is twinkle toes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like how he has honorary ooze. I can't <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Oh man, nah, he's yeah, nah. I I, I love those guys, man. Those those are those are it my bros. Very man. very entertaining. Uh, so let's let's walk back here a little bit, and 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 I'll ask you my baseline question here. When did you fall in love with this thing we call professional wrestling? So, I, I fell in love with it as a fan, as a child. Um, my mom got me watching it, and I was watching it as a kid growing up. You know, Hogan, Macho Man. Like all of them, um, and and it's just I don't know how to explain it, man. It's just something about like wrestling fans get it when when you see a good match and you see the guy, just oh yeah, brother, you just feel it. You, you're right with him. So um, I, I fell in love with actually wrestling, um, four years ago. Um, started out in the yards. A friend of mine got me into it, and um. Yeah, I was the, the the first time I took a bump. I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I like this, I like this." And then um, yeah, it's been all downhill from there, man. Just now, were you, were you with Daniel Alexander? Were you guys doing this in the streets, or was this was this something you got you you went to a school and started off that way? So actually, yes. Um, while I wasn't in the same fed that Daniel uh, originally came up in, um, he started working with the fed that I was in. Um, it's kind of how we are one started forming. Um, which if y'all don't know now, we are one is, is our wrestling vibe. I mean, we put shows on, you can catch us at shows while and out and it, it, it's a lot of fun, but, um, that was where I met him. 
so like he he's he's been there for me from the start um when, when they say you know the dudes that's been in the gym with you that's who you should remember yeah he's he's been in the gym with me. that's crazy how do, how do you like all right so if you're in the city of philadelphia right now philly unfortunately unless I, unless i'm wrong uh then you know more than i do it seems like it's kind of dying when it comes to independent wrestling. It seems like everybody, it's easier to run shows in Jersey. So everyone just goes across the bridge. Um, yeah, is it's that crazy. correct? It, I mean, it, it's kind of, there are still some shows that run over here, but like, I don't know. Cause like, there's a lot of Philly talent. Yes. Tons. But we're all wrestling over in Jersey. So <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's one of those things where like, the scene isn't it's not dead but there should be a lot more than than what we have right now um, I, I totally agree and for people who are wondering well why is that the case guys um if if you're if you don't know like right now there is actually legislation going on in New York and the legislation in New York can set a really big precedent because if New York does it that's huge Everybody because they are they are literally the ones who are the hardest to get stuff in for the longest time, you couldn't do UFC in New York city. So if they're in the forefront of changing how professional wrestling is deemed under a state athletic commission, that changes a lot for independent wrestling because independent wrestling, man, you got to pay, you got to pay your talent. You got to pay your venue. You got to pay the sound guy. If you want production, you got to pay like, there's a lot of money you got to pay. Then on top of it, your athletic commission has to get paid and then you have to pay for a license and then you got to pay for a doctor to be there. And then you got what the doctor's sure. I don't, I don't Mm -hmm. mind the doctor. You know what I mean? Like that you got to pay the insurance thing because a lot of people back in the day were super carny and they would take money and then just dip out of town. So these things had to be put in place for these reasons They had to be regulated and it had to be regulated. Yes. So that's why it's really hard because there's less regulation in Jersey than there is Pennsylvania and Jersey. Yeah. You can do a lot more extreme stuff with the, with the death match and the hardcore. So that Philly niche of your hardcore ECW old school stuff can't really be done in Philly anymore. So it goes across the bridge over to Jersey. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, so it is really hard to, to run shows in Pennsylvania. And if someone does run shows in Pennsylvania, it's got, they got to come out of their pocket right off the jump. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's wild. Um, which is crazy, which the, the backyard scene, I mean, still exists. So, yeah. um, but like, they just, I, they, they try to keep it as like, um, anonymous and hard to find as possible. I'm not going, I'm not going to tip the people off to the chicks. You never know. Somebody might be watching. Yeah. Feds could, feds, feds could be watching. Okay. All right. right. They pull everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I mean, it, it, it's there. It's just, most of the talent goes to Jersey just because it's it's easier to get booked. Unless you have to I, worry I, about. I once I get my car back, I I want to experience a Philadelphia backyard wrestling show. I feel it's gonna have a really nice charm to it. I mean, there uh, there there's a few I know of. I might be able to, to put you on one, take you to one. I mean, go with you. Um, they're they're fun. I mean, it's I mean it's a show. Now, are you guys it's, wrestling in a ring? Are you wrestling in the grass? What's happening here? So, I mean, I've actually done both when I was yard and I've, I've, I've wrestled on grass and I've wrestled in the ring. Um, I started in the ring and then um, 
I, I was in another little fed trying to help them out and they didn't have a ring yet, but I, I was trying to help them out. So they would have did made yeah. sure I worked safe because at that point in time, I was, I, I was wanting to go pro. Um, so I, I was working towards that. Um, I don't know. It depends. It depends on where you go. Yeah, that's that's crazy. So when you when you went decided to go pro, what school did you end up landing on in that plethora of just across the bridge schools that are over there in Jersey? So um, originally, when I went pro, I, I started training with DWA Delta Wrestling Alliance. Um, okay, and then. Um, Daniel Alexander, um, he had ran across this place and he was like, yo, you should, you should come check it out. See if you want to train here. Um, so we went, uh, ended up being Skid Row Pro Wrestling Academy. Um, and now when I train, that's where I go. Um, well, I, was, I, was, I, don't know, I just really liked school. I, I loved the field. The guys there are kind of cool. Um, and I can say a lot of the growth that I've had in the ring just in the past year, um, I I attribute to them totally. Like, school's good, top notch. Yeah. So, what if someone who who's not in wrestling who listens to this, or even if someone is in the business and listening to this, what is the experience you get out of Skid Row Academy? Um, I mean, basically, they're going to teach you how to be a, a professional wrestler. Um, you, it's, it's not just moves. There's more to it. There's, there's, I I, I don't want to go too into detail because yeah. I don't want to give things away, but you learn all, all the little things that make a match, a match. The in-ring um, psychology, they're teaching you character development, stuff like that. All that, all yeah. that. And, and I don't know, like people swear by this school, that school. I, I know there's H2O, there's there's Monster Factory, and those guys are great. Um, and I, I mean, I guess I probably would have. I'd go as hard wherever I was at, but I, I don't know. I just kind of feel like there is home. So yeah, I mean, that's understandable. Just yeah, just I don't know. You just feel like you know. Yeah. Now it's and and like I said, you and Daniel have been grinding for a while. You're more of the Skid Row guy. He's more he he's out of the Monster Factory for mm -hmm. for the most part, right? Now, yeah. um, when you guys link up on the scene, where are some uh, promotions that people can catch you that you guys work at together? Oh man, um, so you got a uh, Pro Wrestling R. You've got We Are One, of course. Um, Smash Master Newly, uh, GTS, um, Chosen. Pro wrestling, um, you can see me at Titan shows. Um, I, I haven't, I haven't been consistently booked there yet. I've only wrestled one match on the Titan show so far. I'm hoping to, you know, up that. Um, Were you I on like that 958 doing. person Royal Rumble? Uh, I, I, I'm not yet. Um, I might get in it. I, I don't know. That's a lot of. People. I mean, they need they need people. You might as well get <laughs> in it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, um, uh, and, uh, the, uh, free for all the, the show that happened on the same day as free for all. I can't remember the, the name of it, but, uh, I was in the chosen showcase match, the, uh, yeah. triple tag. Um, those are, that, those are the main places right now. If, if I forgot anybody, I'm sorry, uh, CWF, um, 
Well, yeah, you, you can catch us there. Um, you may not see us as a team there. Um, you might see us solo, but you would be able to see each of us. Uh, Tina says courage and power. And that chat. was the show. Yep. Yep. Uh, here's a guy in the chat says, what's going on outside the ring. So there's not a lot of wrestling shows. I haven't been able to go outside of the ring, in, uh, to do my outside of the ring interviews. I would have hit my 90th interview by now. Keep grinding, man. You're, you keep doing what you're doing and uh, you'll, you'll hit 90 in no time. Trust me. It'll um, happen, bro. Yeah, definitely. So how, how do you manage, you know, your, your, your shoot job and, and this pro wrestling and training and being on the road and, 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 and staying that consistent as, as long as you've been doing it now. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm still trying to figure out how to manage it. Um, if anybody get any tips, I would appreciate them. <laughs> any any advice, I'm just saying. Um, I don't know, man. It's just, I mean, I'm lucky to have a shoot job that 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 kind of works with me around it. Um, guys at the job are, are actually really supportive of me being a wrestler. Um, so that, it's kind of cool. Um, but, I mean, I just... I just try to get time in when I can, whenever I have the open moment, man, I, I don't do much outside of wrestling and work. Yeah. Now the character or the name or the persona of just saying, how did this come about? Where do you, where do you pull from? And, and is it, is it just you turn to 11? Is there, is there something to this? Where, where, where does, oh, man, where does this all come from? Oh, it's a lot. Um, So, all right. The name comes originally from, Years ago, back when like Facebook was first starting out, um, I used to post statuses and I would always say after the status, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So I just made the name just say. Um the inspirations for the character though, I I kinda I, I pull from Dragon Ball, um, Spider Man, and me turned up to about eleven. Um <laughs> So I it, it just it, it depends on uh what fed I'm at, what kind of character they need me to play, which side of that you'll get. But yeah, they're all in there. Yeah. So who are some people that you know growing up watching or even people on the scene that you pull from that you would say like maybe you you emulate or you try to uh uh put into your character or in ring style? Um, um well macho man. Number one, like if you've seen my entrance, you see me put the finger up. That's my old the macho man. Um Bret pinky, Hart. Pinky still and everything else keeps moving. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um Bret Hart is another one. Um yes, his um I, I wanna be as good technically as he was in the ring. You ready you ready for some heat now? Sure. Not a Bret Hart guy. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm 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 a Sean all day long. I, I was just about to say <laughs> you, must, you must be a heartbreak kid guy. If you're not a not a Bret guy. <laughs> yeah, I can dig it though. I can dig it yeah. though. Sean is Sean is a, a hell of a performer. Um, he was he was great in the ring too. Um, Bret's great. Bret's a good professional wrestler. Sean is a great entertainer. He's a good yep. sports entertainer. Sports yep. entertainment started with Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I'd say he was probably like like really the original. Yeah, absolutely. Like, He's the one who changed wrestling into the sports entertainment aspect. And maybe I don't, I don't know. Maybe Flair might have been like 
might have been like the predecessor of it coming. Yeah. Like Flair was still, but he was he he was he had that charisma. He had that level and like showmanship. Like the whole his man, the way he takes face bumps, man, I I love it. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, Flair is also an influence. I try. I I, I want to get to the point where I, I can oversell like he does without like being like overly obnoxious with it. <laughs> Just be uh, overly obnoxious. Who cares? <laughs> Have fun. But here, no, here I, you, yeah. you know, you know what Tommy Vex said to me, and it makes so much sense. And it's crazy that I'm agreeing with Tommy Vex. Is he, he goes, you look at a match, right? And and you can do a 450. You can do 45 super kicks. You can do anything. But if you do one, just something like the small thing, the oversell, the. I guarantee that sticks in the wrestling fans more than the, than the huge sequence of things you did to go from spot to spot, to spot, to spot, to spot. That's one second that you took time to oversell something or play into the crowd that sticks in their brains more than anything else. No, it it really does. It's, it, it's, it's crazy. Like, I don't know. I, I, I might catch you for what I'm about to say. You see a lot of, you see a lot of matches like on the Indies that are like, filled with spots everybody wants to get everybody wants to get their shit off and i mean that's cool but like simpler is 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 more simplicity is is like it's a lost art like yeah um like i've seen i've seen matches where guys have worked headlocks like the first two minutes of the match just just the headlock and the crowd is into it. Like you don't have to do a lot. Just be engaging. Like you got that headlock, you you you're twerking on it. I mean, look somebody screaming in the eye, be screaming like, at someone in the front row. Yeah, like yeah, this your guy, right? This your guy, right? Like it doesn't take a lot. Yeah. Well, I will say is is you you definitely Daniel Alexander guys like Rocket. Uh, where you guys are more known for your high flying. You're going to jump. You're going to dive. You're going to go crazy. People in the front row are going to have to catch you. But uh, you guys I mean, Rocket how- and Daniel, definitely. I'm, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. I'm not really a flyer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but you got – I mean, you do a little bit of – I mean, you're not doing crazy, every crazy. Now you'll you'll yeah, throw some stuff in there. But like, Every now and then. You guys know when to also – especially Daniel and Rocket. Like, they'll do the craziest jump, flip, the whole nine – but they take that second after they do their flip and they turn and look at the crowd and they feed off it instead of running right back into the next spot. And I think that's what sets them apart because those flyers, a lot of time a guy will fly and then just like right, right back to the into next his, spot. and he's right into his next spot. Yeah. Um, uh, probably a good example. If, if someone's trying to compare to like um, it, when AEW does their, their, uh, their crazy spot, like weapons matches or death matches, there's zero right. wrestling involved. It's just spot to spot to spot. Someone gets in the spot, a situation where they probably should have just died and the match should be over and they pop right back up and they go right to their next area. And it's just like Superman. Stop. <laughs> stop. Take two seconds to, to sell Act what like just happened. Hurt. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, like everyone talks about Sammy. Yeah. Sammy and, and, and uh, Cody in the ladder match when they did that crazy ladder spot and they both got up mm. right immediately and then went right to another big spot. It's like, you just took everybody, you took me, you took me way out of it. It was just like, take a second to just 
sell that. You just died. <laughs> like yeah, like nobody's that much of a warrior, bro. Yeah, <laughs> Ain't nobody. Nobody. Absolutely. Uh, here you no, go. I, I, even I thought Roman Reigns was a match with him, and Sami Zayn was absolutely amazing at the Elimination Chamber. One of my favorite matches. There you go. They and they and they did a lot of that. They they played to the crowd. They 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 sold their spots. They were supposed to sell. Just to taking a couple seconds to do that is huge. To, yeah, tell that story. Um, now I, I I've seen you know obviously in the picture leading up to this, and I think it's right there above your head. You got some it gold. Is. You got some hardware. I do. Uh, I do. I am the. We are one Omega champion. Have been for more than a year now. Well, look at you, tribal yeah, chief over here. Yeah, I mean, I, I ain't got two, but you know, I definitely <laughs> be throwing up the one. Oh, um, yeah, no, it's it, yeah, 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 man. Um, walk us, walk us through that. Now, obviously, a lot of people say, "Oh, it's just a belt. It's just a, it's a prop. It's it's this." But when someone puts a title on you, they take they take pride in you. They they trust you. They they you are that you are becoming the brand of the, yeah, the representative of a company. So, well, is that your first title you've won? Yeah. Well, no. The first title that I won was DWA's Tag Team Championships. So that's um, your first solo title. That's my first solo title. Yeah. So walk, walk um, us through the emotions of that. You find out you're winning the title. You go and do your match. Pull the curtain back a little bit. What What is your emotions? Um, I mean, it it it, it was wild because like, I mean, one. So first of all, I I wasn't even supposed to still be here in in Philadelphia at this point in time. Um, like, just before we started with all the the shows and all this stuff. Um. I, I lost my brother to gun violence. Um, Jeez, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, which, it, yeah, it was crazy. It came right on top of, like, my dad dying, too. So, like, mm. rough. And, like, I had basically kind of, like, just had it with Philly. And um, I, I was going to move to California. Um, Just when I was about to move, a friend of mine in the biz gets into a pretty bad car accident and um asked me to if i could fill in on a tag team for him because you know they had an opportunity and if he's not going to be able to be there for a year they're going to lose the opportunity he didn't want to do that to his partner so i mean and they were my bros so i mean it wasn't really i mean that hard of a decision for me i was like yeah you know i got you i can i can push off moving until after that um so I did, and I mean, it's, it's sucked you back in. Been nutty since, man. I camp for a year, tag team champ. I'm all over the place now. I, I mean, I don't know. Things were happening the way they're supposed to, I guess. Yeah, no, I feel that, man. It's and that can't be easy. I mean, you're you're essentially you you were trying to escape your area because you know too much too much trauma and everything that was going on, but this professional wrestling business and, and your support system of your brothers and sisters in this business is essentially keeping you locked in. And, and we're glad you didn't make that move, man. I know it's tough to probably walk the streets and be part of that city where you, you have so much loss, but there's going to be a lot of gain I mean, coming out of it, you know? Yeah, no, it's crazy. Cause like, even I, like, to be honest with you, the, my bro is the one who got me started wrestling. He's who took me to the shows. Like you should do this, blah, blah. And, and started, um, we were even supposed to be a, a tag team, um, probable cause. Rest in peace, Tommy Flynn. Um, I don't know, man. 
I don't know. I, I don't. I think if I wasn't wrestling, though, I wouldn't have anywhere to to, to like channel that energy. Yeah. So I think it, it had been good for me in that respect. I guess it stuck for that, that whole period. Now, now, growing up in, in in environments like that, where that is a situation in the city, do you think wrestling was a was a positive escape for you that you didn't fall into these traps? Um, so be fair, when I was growing up, um, like Philly was nowhere near as, as bad as it is now, and I spent like maybe from five to thirteen living just outside of Philly and Cheltenham. Mm -hmm. And then my parents got divorced. And that was when I was back and forth between like Mayfair and, and basically Northeast, all of Northeast Philadelphia and there. Um, so like it, it wasn't really that bad. And I, I kind of, I'm kind of a homebody. I don't, I'm not, I was never the type to run the streets. It just wasn't, didn't see the point. Yeah. Video games. If I'm not going out to play ball, yeah, I was in the house. So, so a little bit of a gamer. You said ga gaming, anime. You're into all that. Uh, what are what are some what are some of your favorites? What are, what are what are, what are your what are you into? I mean, obviously, uh, Dragon Ball. Like mm -hmm. uh, that's, that's probably on everybody's list. Um, no, Fist I, of the I, North Star. I have a hard time with anime. I, I'm trying to still find. I, I've been trying so hard because I am a giant nerd. Uh, I, okay. I but but I have a really hard time getting into Japanese animation. It is really tough for me. I've tried so many, and I. So what exactly? What's the issue for you? What what's the problem? I don't know, man. Just the tempo of the show. Everyone's always crying. Uh, it takes it ta like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I can dig it. I can dig it. Too many feels. Yeah, bro. I watched this one with my friends, and I watched a good chunk of the one season. And it it, it was it was essentially these superheroes who fight. And I was like, all right, it's superheroes. I'll get into that. And then the dude they fight has like a hand on his face. Oh, my hero academia. Yeah. And every episode just, <gasps> just <laughs> I'm just like, yo, why is every episode and everyone in the room's crying? And I'm just like, why? Like, I, maybe it's because I like to watch like even TV shows, like like when someone watches Grey's Anatomy and they ball the whole time, or they watch these drama shows and like I like comedy shows. Like I want always sunny. Right. Give me Bob's Burger. I want to laugh when I watch TV. I want to be entertained. I don't want to feel sad. And I, a lot of that Japanese, they just try to the Japanese animation. They they try to pull all that sorrow and upset. Well, like, all right. So it seems like it sounds like you're you're watching a, a specific set of anime which will be shown in. Um, okay. Which I mean, Shonen is where you get your your superhero kids, whatever, um, fighting to save the world. They're generally gonna have huge feel moments. Somebody's gonna die. Everybody's gonna cry. Yeah. Stuff like that. Friendship conquers all. Um, but I mean, you've got you there. There's like whole other genres. Like you've got you've got drama so genres. You've got comedy genres. Like they uh, 
they have they have like harem comedies where the dude's like a, a total fool, but he just has all these girls going after him and so gets into weird situations. When I was younger and I was skinny and I had and I couldn't grow a beard yet, but I had big sideburns. Uh, my buddy's older brother from New York loved Japanese animation. He used to call me Lupin because he said I look like Lupin, Lupin the, the third. third. And then I went mm-hmm. and looked up Lupin the third. He was a creepy sexual predator predator he just he was i was like why are you calling me that he's like oh you the sideburns bro just the sideburns i don't know if he was a sexual predator or the show because no, like was... i've only caught i know he was a thief yeah he was, I know, a thief I know they and he was trying he was trying to grab up on on the women's cheeks all the time i mean yeah he might have been in that case yeah he's, <laughs> he's wild <laughs> not okay bro but yeah, um Nah, his sideburns with the mutton chops were, were huge. Really, so I like I like uh I like uh Speed Racer when I was a kid. I, I like Speed Racer. Um and then I, I'm more into the American like so my brother here says he goes, I'm more into the American animation, and then uh my brother's more into the anime bug. And his question <laughs> is what and what any new anime are you watching at the moment? Um Jujutsu Kaisen, um Demon Slayer. Um, I, I might as well say One Piece because, like, that's still going over a thousand episodes. It's crazy, it's nuts. Um, I don't know. Like, when I go on Crunchyroll, whatever, I get curious about. Uh, I'll pop on and watch. See, I like the movie uh, of Death Note that everyone hated, but I thought the movie was a good movie. Yeah, I mean, outside if if you remove it from it 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 being this from the source material, yeah, yeah. no, it was a good movie. It was it was a solid movie. Uh, just, I watched you know, one fans. of my friend anime show. I don't know what it was called, but it was it wasn't for me. It was just weird. It's just not for me. Uh, I used to watch Sailor Moon. Is that anime? It is, and yes. I actually learned in an episode with Cosmic that that is called. Um, Oh, it has a special anime name. Is it like uh, space? Like it might be just called cosmic. No, that anime has a certain style, like the girl, super wet, natural witchy anime or something like that. I don't know. It has a special. No, it does. I it, it does. And off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you either. Um, <laughs> like just look it up. Um, yeah, that was a, that's probably the first anime I've ever heard of was Sailor Moon. That was huge. <laughs> So, Transformers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. That's Transformers that's was an anime. Transformers was an anime. Uh, a lot of people don't know that or or realize that because I mean it aired here. Generation One was was, was big, but yeah, um, Voltron was anime. Um, Robotech, if you caught them. Uh, Power Rangers, not anime, but it was very Japanese inspired. All the yes. all the all the suit fights were all shot in Japan, yep. and then they they Americanized the sitcom part in America. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. all, like all those little shows that came out like then, like uh, what was it? Uh, them VR Troopers, uh, yeah. Beetleborgs, all all that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pokemon, technically an anime. You're right. I I, I like Pokemon. I'm a, I'm still a Pokemon guy. Pokemon was funny. Ash used to roast everybody, especially Misty. Misty used to catch it worse. <laughs> <laughs> Ash used to talk greasy about Misty. It was crazy. There was another one I tried watching. What's the one with the big 
uh, spooky, the spooky looking giants, and they have to like build the towns with the big walls so the giants attack on in. Titan. I tried that one too. I I couldn't get into it. So like I'm gonna be real. If you're a if you're not an anime fan, Attack on Titan is probably the worst anime you could ever watch. Really? Yeah. Is is there like a wrestling anime? Is there like there is is there is is called Baki the Grappler? Um, Something muscle, right? Yeah. There's there's that one too. Um, Jushin Thunder Liger has a has a uh, anime. That's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, like literally, it, and it's him in the anime. It's great. Like the whole story is crazy. Um, Attack on Titan. Yeah, there's a few to be funny. No, I'm not attacking on Titan. Titan, <laughs> Titan and Jersey's safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ABJ don't no. be hating people though. I'm, I think Titan's fine though. No, Titan's good. No, um, yeah, no. It, it, like Attack on Titan is, is is a rough one if you're not in there. Yeah. Like, like, and it's and there's so a lot of animes, um, like to be like real deep and play with like themes, especially like religion being one. Um, so like uh, another anime I would in that vein that I would warn you to stay away from is Neon, uh, Neon Evangelion, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Do not watch that. I just got a uh, breaking breaking news for the video game culture. Uh, essentially, it was blocked first, but now it's saying I'm double checking Twitter just to make sure it's legit. Uh, they're saying that the Activision Xbox deal has been approved. I don't know how true it is. I mean, that's that's. I mean, it, I, I don't doubt that it has been. There's probably you know concessions that they had to make to get to get it approved. But I mean, that's big for for microsoft probably not going to help xbox sales yeah the eu has approved the uh, xbox acquisition of activision blizzard and king it is official all right Mm -hmm. good for them that's a big pickup yeah yeah sony tried real hard to not stop that one but it did not it not happen I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know if Sony was like really wanting to stop that, or, or Sony. Oh no, they were trying to, to... very hard to stop it. Oh no, I know they did a lot to do it, but I, I feel like Sony was just like, you know what? Just because they're trying to be dicks, let's be dicks back and, yeah. and make this hard as possible for them to get it. Well, like, it actually backfired because everything that Sony accused them of doing, Xbox mm-hmm. subpoenaed them and made them give them all their documents. So then mm-hmm. it essentially pull, pulled uh, uh, the skirt up on Sony a little bit, and Sony's like, "Oh shit, we were kind of doing shady things for a very long time," and they got caught. They got caught on it. Yeah, like, and and I mean, here's the thing: like, how did you not know that? Like, they locked up the market share on, on video games alone. Yeah. You don't, you, you don't do that. For as long as they've done that, without mm-hmm. doing shady shit. Well, the tides are now turning. It looks like so. When it comes to um, video games, what do you what are you playing? What systems are you on? All of them. All You're of them. All of although, them. although I had I had the Xbox One. I don't have the newest Xbox. Um, PS Five and PC. The fridge. I got my I got my fridge back there. Ah, uh, nice, nice. I, I don't have it, the, I, I don't see have see the PS Five yet. That, that's uh. Yeah, I got the the Wi Fi router sitting right there. <laughs> what what are you what are you playing the most? What do you play more of? Um, PlayStation, PlayStation, PlayStation. What's down. your game? Um, so I I just finished running through Final Fantasy VII remake again. 
Okay. Um, getting ready for 16 to come out. Uh, pretty much role playing games and, and, you know, the action adventure games like uh, God of War and, and Horizon Zero Dawn um, you may catch me on Destiny or Apex. Okay. I feel that. I feel that. Oh, we got in the chat here. Uh, here you go. Being being an anime fan, do you play Persona? I do. Um, and Persona, Persona it, it's a game. It's uh, basically the, the characters, they capture spirits as a layman's way to, to say it, and they use them to battle. Okay. Um, Persona 5 is, was a really fun game, really enjoyable. Um, is that a so PS so, game or is that on Switch or something? It's on PlayStation. I believe it has crossed over to other consoles. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it's, uh, yeah, I think it's on Steam it, at the very least if it's not on every other console. They're on Xbox Game Pass for free now. Well, I don't have Xbox yep. Game Pass anymore. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it'll be a while till I'm back on that. But uh, yeah, so let's 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 shift shift back over to wrestling for a second. That was fun. I like that cool. little side tour. But uh, no who who are some? You, you, we said earlier the Philly scene is is packed, and uh, there may or may may or may not be eyes listening to the podcast who are mm. actively looking for that Philly talent. Um, who are some people that you would say in the Philly scene are people that you should be looking out for or watching? I mean, you know, outside of myself, Daniel Alexander. And, and Ollie V from the WJ Oliver. Um, James Gray, Jermaine, if you ain't already got eyes on them, you should. These guys are, are workhorses. Um, That's the Brothers Gray? Uh, <clears throat> Bonnet Club. Oh, I bought, buy up. I'm sorry, Bonnet Club, yes. Um, uh, Samuel Fawzi, um, he's, he's, student of skid row and he's amazing in the ring definitely a top talent um to be looking out for uh who else who else who else a lot of people out here um shout out my boy rio roman Uh, he's he's a pretty pretty good talent um you should be seeing him more i would like to see him more so rio if you see this bro Get out there, bro. You too good to be be, be laid back as you are. Um, this is you. You got a lot, man. A lot of people coming out of here. A lot of people coming. Yeah, like pretty much anytime you hear Philly mentioned after where the wrestlers from. Yeah, yeah, those are the guys. Those are the guys. <laughs> what are some promotions that uh you would like to work that you haven't yet? Let's put some stuff into existence. Um, so. Uh, at the sanctuary, I know they're running out of. I I would love, would love to 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 just one just one match. But I mean, if I could be booked there consistently, it'd be great. But just one time, one time, I want to walk out there. I may um, know people who are always at the sanctuary. I heard they have a really cool commentator. Really? Yeah. Hmm. He's- Kind of looks I like meet looks this like, commentator guy. It looks like Fat Jesus. He commentates there a lot. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> usually first Fridays are usually the best days to go when they have the oh. first Friday shows. Yep, first Fridays. I'll, I'll have to make uh make my way out there on the first Friday. Then uh, got one coming up in, in okay. two weeks. Um, 
so there's that um Invictus um BCW um I mean pretty much like I'm I'm all over the indie scene if if I'm not wrestling I'm at shows you know on the floor being loud hearing with fans helping out stuff like that I mean so pretty much anywhere where I'm at um I can get in the ring. I'm, that's what I'm for, man. I'm trying to get these reps in. Who who are some people on the scene that you would like to work? Um, uh, hands down, I I I I would say the the person at the top of the list right now, um, Darius Carter. Um, I love that. I tried so hard to get him on the podcast, but he is a busy, busy man. Yes. Yes. But I mean, just um, the way he his, his work in the ring, man. He is. Like, I want to be in a ring, a match with him. Like he's 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 phenomenal. Um, Isaiah Wolf, Deshaun Pratt. Ooh, uh, Deshaun. Uh, yep. I don't I don't know if you uh, listened to the most recent episode with Deshaun Pratt, but he says uh, CZW's doors are open, and the only thing you got to pay him is your sweat. Just get down there. He, yeah, no, no. I, I, me and me and Deshaun have had that conversation. Um, just find the time to get down there, bro. I'm, I, telling, I, I'm telling you to. right now, man. I am a giant mark for that man. And if I was in the business and I was trying to better myself or find someone who I can get under to learn from and train with, Deshaun's that dude. Yeah, no, I, I, I he's. I've got a list. I've got a list of guys that that uh, I, I want to learn from. He's one um, preacher. Phineas James, he's another. Um, I've, I've I've done a, a seminar with him. I, I want to learn more. Um, cheeseburger, got some things I want to learn from him. A little CB, world famous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was wondering um, why my my connection is looking weak right now. It's I uh, my plug came out. I hope that doesn't mess anything up. I just put it back in. Hopefully we have a no 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 interruptions. We'll see. Yeah. I, I mean, from my end, it, it it doesn't look like it. You just stuttered a little bit, but okay, other than yeah. that, um, speaking of cheeseburger, he's somebody else I would also like to have a match with. Um, don't go against, don't go against some guys that that are up there, man. Uh, see where I'm at, see where I stand, see where I measure up. I, I think I might be on their level or or close to it. Love All to great find answers. Out. Well, listen, we are getting close to that end time. So if you guys have any questions in the chat, please get them in for just saying. Uh, just saying, where where can people find you on social media and how can they show that support? Um, the easiest places to find me are Facebook and Twitter. On Facebook, just search Just Saying. You'll see my face. Um, uh, Twitter is at Just Saying DG1. Um, Instagram, J-U-S-D-A-G-R-8-1. And um, on YouTube, just amazing with three A's to start amazing. We need to get you all in the same brand. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's so hard to so hard to find everywhere. They got all these different names across all these platforms. Yeah, like I kind of wanted to do that. It's kind of why I changed up the. I, I did the Twitter as it is, but like it seemed like everything was taken uh, yeah, as far tough. as that. So I had to find ways around it. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> uh anything else out there you want to get out plug talk about before we get out of here um may 20th goddess it's goddesses of war uh 
Wrath of the Goddesses and uh, Titan Championship Wrestling's uh, Rise of Titans. Make sure y'all come out to that show. It's going to be a great show. It's a doubleheader. I mean, um, you might see your boy there. Just say it. Just say it. You just say it. Seeing some of the promos online, you know, I'm, I've, I've been making my journey there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Well, I don't, I don't know if we have anything else in the, in the chat for go, uh, going on. Actually, I, I do have one more question to go out. Uh, riding with guys like Rocket and Danielle Alexander and stuff, any, any funny moments on the road? Any funny stories? What, what, what is it usually like? Because Daniel Alexander seems like he just can't stay still. So how does he get into a car? <laughs> and not move uh for that long while he's driving i mean so so like low-key will will either be <laughs> um will, will so ollie has this like playlist for for traveling to wrestling that we listen to and yeah. it's it's just a bunch of entrance themes so usually <laughs> you'll catch us like we'll, we'll be like singing the wrestling themes like if uh uh, I walk alone comes on. Yeah, me and Ollie are going hard on that. Like I love walk alone. <laughs> I walk alone. Yeah. Um, Judas, of course, we 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 go we go hard on Judas. Um, other than that, we might be we might be might just be bugging out, just talking about wrestling or anything in general, man. Like we we're we're just full of jokes and goofy, man. It it, it, it doesn't matter. Um, well, that's a lot of things, a lot of stuff like that. Kill it. I feel Boys like out. there should be a camera crew following Daniel Alexander on everywhere he goes because he is just so high energy all the time. He's when, yeah, when he's man. when he's turned on, he's on. Yeah, no, no, he is. He's that the energy, like legit. It's it's, yeah. it's the truth. He, <laughs> like I don't have as much energy as him. I'm I'm kind of laid back a little. I mean, Someone's I have my moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like the balance. Yeah. <laughs> But listen, man, it was it was so awesome to have you on the podcast. This this door is always open. I know I know it's closing for a little bit, but uh, I like I promise, like to everyone in the chat, I will be back. Just give me some time to uh, to adjust to this new life and uh, this new um, scenario I'm going into. I will I will talk about it more when the time comes and it's appropriate, I guess you would say. But uh, I appreciate everyone for the support. I do have I do have tons more interviews going. I have two more this week, three next week. One on the thirtieth and one on the first. So, so I will average two a week. I don't know about June. June, I only have three people booked. They're all three great guests. Um, I might try to get a couple more in there just to maybe do one a week to try to keep it going. I think I just lost him. It's spinning, but uh, yep, oh, you're no. back. No, you're good. Uh, I think right. it's on my. It's definitely on my end. I think there's something going on with the internet. But uh, oh. thank you all so much for supporting the ABJ podcast. Just saying, thank you for coming and hanging out. Make sure you check the links below to support myself as well as my guest. Um, I don't have the link up as what yet, but uh, recently injured wrestler uh, Tony Deppen uh, just recently wrestled in Brooklyn against um, Zack Saber Jr. and broke his arm about three or four minutes into the match. Still oh. wrestled still worked it's completely shattered um so he has a he he's on stiffblade.com or stiffbladeapparel.com i know there's masha shirts there a bunch of different shirts but tony deppen's shirts are there uh it's a brand new shirt out go support him uh because right yeah, now please. the dude the dude when wrestlers get hurt man they need all the help they can get and tony yeah. was on a very hot streak right now with gcw and doing really big things 
Uh, now he's going to be out for some time for a broken arm. So uh, definitely go show that support. When wrestlers go down, man, we got to we got it. We got to be the ones to pick them up because um, it's very easy in this business to walk away to fix yourself mentally or fix yourself physically. And the business keeps moving. So yeah, like it don't take but a second to be forgotten. Yeah. So if you support your people, man, support them, support them hard because uh, it, it, sometimes it's good to get your flowers when you're still walk, when you're still able to see them. You know what I mean? It, it yes. sucks when you walk away and everyone goes, man, you were my favorite. Why'd you leave? And I'm like, I left because I didn't think the support was there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So definitely go show that support. Philly Mike's links are below. You can still show him some love. But uh, that'll do it for the podcast. Here is actually real quick. I don't know if you've seen these. So I got these color schemes done. I know you're. I know you're an Eagles fan. But look hey, at yo. these. Look at look at these fancy commander color schemes I got going on here. Oh. Look, at, look, at <laughs> look how pretty they are. And I got some Notre I mean, Dame ones. These, yeah, Notre Dame, that... these Notre Dame color schemes looking fresh too. You know what I mean? Yeah, that white and gold one was, was hot. I like that yeah, one a lot. A little burgundy in there too. Yeah. We got some new logos. Actually, I was supposed to drop some tonight. There's some new Monday Night Raw logos, uh, some SmackDown logos that are out. So uh, be on the look for those for new merch as well. But we'll let you. We'll get out of here. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much for hanging out. Here's music by the Converse Kid, Billy Trey, and we'll see you tomorrow night at seven o'clock with the cause of it all, Joey Conway. See you soon. Appreciate you having me. Anytime. Anytime.